Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show over here on the Strickland YouTube channel as well as the Strickland um, Podcast Network. If you are listening afterwards, Knicks lose one twenty one to one hundred. That score does not even like begin to tell the half of what. I witnessed today while enjoying a wonderful plate of pancakes um, this afternoon. Um, I mean, Knicks had a 15-point lead in the second quarter. Knicks did not have a 15-point lead anymore. Um, Story of the game, of course, is the third quarter. Um, Things were going pretty well for the Knicks offensively in the first half. Second quarter... Second quarter was a little. It was really rough. That second. It was, was rough after the first quarter. I want to say because like they couldn't yeah. score in the second quarter. Yeah, it was a rough second quarter, and it kind of hinted at what was to come in the third quarter. Maybe not to that degree, but to get outscored forty-one to fifteen in the third quarter, and most of that being just Luka Doncic and Tim Hardaway Jr. just taking turns shooting threes, like it was, um, you know, open run. I mean. I don't know what to say. I don't know what else, I don't know what anyone else expects at this point. I mean, if you're watching a game and you see the Knicks with a lead and you think the game is safe, then you're fooling yourself at this point. Um, I, I fooled myself. <laughs> I, I I stepped out after the second half. I was like, after the first half, I was like, all right, bro, they should be able to keep this lead, whatever. Luki can't hit shit. Cool. And then I come back and they were down 15. I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, it was it was really rough. And the Jalen Brunson revenge game did not happen. It was probably his one of his worst, if not the worst performance of the year by him on both ends. It might have been the worst. Um, I mean, defensively, I think is where it hurt even more because they just started hunting him in that in that third quarter. Like Grimes was doing such a good job um, in pick and roll defense with um, with um, Grimes doing such a great job on pick and roll defense on Luca, and the second half they just made an effort to just basically set a pick and the switch. And the Knicks switched, of course, um, finally at least. But yeah, they switched, and it was mainly it was mainly Jalen Brunson. Um, getting switched onto Luca, and from there, after that, the Knicks' defense kind of collapsed. I think the Knicks were just relying on Mitch and Grimes to prov- to provide that initial like um, step of defense, and then after that was exploited, they didn't have any backup plans, and the Mavs just let loose from three. I think they attempted 60... 60... 61. 61 threes today and hit 24 of them. Another team setting probably another record against us or at least hitting a large amount of three-pointers against us which has been the you know the recipe for teams to beat us majority of this year i mean even reggie bullock was able to hit threes and he hasn't been hitting threes all year so oh that's filth that's the worst part would like dudes use this as a get right game we are the ultimate get right game i mean spencer dinwiddie almost had a triple double tim hardaway had 28 points including eight three-pointers um and, you and the know, problem was well, this is supposed to be the get right game for us because the Mavericks have been ass. Yeah, and we usually beat the Mavericks, and we were gloating a little bit too much, I think, on the post game the other day about how this should have been an easy win for us. And here the Knicks are 
you know, just disappointing us. Bro. And check my, check my Twitter. I was out here running it up, and then Mass Twitter found me. Oh yeah, I Mass Twitter's I, like, yeah. I, I I made sure not to gloat. Um, you know, on Twitter, if anyone wants to find my gloating and use it against me uh, from the post game the other day, then by all means do that. But I made sure to keep my Twitter fingers at you know quiet this time. At least they're um, polite. Like, they all Texas hospitality shit. They were super polite. They're like, oh, you know, we're winning, by the way. And I'm just like, all yeah. right, good luck. <laughs> Whatever, I get the left and pick. Hey, look, what I got to say about this game is we know Tip sucks. Uh, they won today, which means that we have their pick right now, and it's 13. So, at the end of the day, did we really lose? <laughs> did we really lose if yes. we had fun? And their pick is currently number 13. Did we have fun, though? I, I had, didn't have fun. I had fun. The only me. fun I had was eating my pancakes watching this game. That, that was sounds, the only fun I had. That sounds like a fun time to me, personally speaking. That was fun for me, not watching the Knicks, but enjoying my pancakes. But you had fun while the Knicks game was on, which means that that's They fun. had nothing to do with each other. The causation was not the Knicks. Just the they second half. were not half. the causation of my just, just the second half. The first half. That's when I started though. eating my pancakes. You should, so, have got, you should have stopped eating the fucking pancake. You're the reason why we lost this day. <laughs> I, I think I think Bibb's defensive scheme is a way bigger issue than my pancake consumption, but we will leave that for another time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what folks want us to say. He's been saying the same thing all year, especially when teams lighted up from three against us. Like defensive scheme sucks, and it didn't help that the players' energy basically died in the third quarter. Like that, like it died in this. It died in the second. Like. It died like, in the second quarter, really, but the third quarter it was made yeah. like way too like it was blasted way more because like it was just made more evident because like the Mavs were like legitimately hitting every single shot they took up. Yeah, I mean, like I what I saw was basically also what the fuck they took so many more shots than the Knicks anyway. But what I saw was essentially but yeah we had so many turnovers too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nineteen turnovers to their eleven. Jeez. Like, what I saw was effectively Julius was the only person who could score in the first quarter. He had, like, I think 14, 14, in, the first. 14 in the first, then 21 for the half. And then, like, they could only score when Julius was scoring, and otherwise they were getting roasted. And then Julius came back in, and he was able to push back up the lead to, like, seven at halftime, I think it was. Seven at halftime. And then third quarter, they just came out super flat. Tim hit two threes. Doncic hit a three. He had, like, an easy lay to the basket. Because there was no um, dribble penetration, no way to stop a dribble penetration, and then afterwards it just kind of sucked. And that kind of feels like that's a lot of third quarters where it's just like, okay, they might do enough in the first quarter to like stop them, and then the third quarter rolls around and they just suck. So uh, I'm just kind of like, I, I've seen this way too much for me. It's to like the same song and thing. dance every single like bad loss that we have. Five straight losses in the garden. Tomorrow, the Cavs coming in. Hope they're probably going to make it six straight losses. I mean, the Cavs, they haven't been all that impressive since their their hot start to the year. We are definitely looking like another get-right game for another team. Um, the Cavs, I mean, they started off the season, what was it, 8-1 and one or whatever it was? Yeah, it was something um, crazy. It was something crazy like that. They've slowed down as of late mainly due to the Jared Allen injury, definitely going to be one of those get-right games for a team like that tomorrow. Another 
weekend game that what is with the the nba made this schedule with the sole intent to have me in the worst possible mood heading into work of after a weekend like legitimately they schedule every single like game on the weekend to be like like last week it was the the freaking grizzlies this week it's the freaking mavs and Cavs. the the problem is like these 12 o'clock games suck because then like your rest rest of your day just suck you just like "Ah, i don't care about nothing like this all sucks yeah, I, 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 we can't even talk about it today. I'm, <laughs> like, just, I'm just gonna like pop on some Hulu or Netflix, and like that's gonna be the rest of my day today. I'm about to watch the new like Criminal Minds. I'm about to watch the new Criminal Minds and like not think about this game anymore because I haven't. There's no analysis. What's the analysis to have? I I legit don't know what else to like say about this team. I mean, I have notes here, but like most of my notes are like here are my notes. Team off to a strong start. 14-5 lead. Grimes and Mitch PNR defense. As you can tell, this will not be a consistent thing throughout my notes. One thing I will say, Grimes finishing being as good as his shooting is a great improvement. But I mean, I mean, does that really matter in the game that we lost by 21 and we're down Bro, by as much as like 30 plus? I, like, I for the future it matters because like Grimes being a good finisher really helps his ability to like be efficient. But like in terms of like today, no. Yeah, I don't care. Um, my other notes, Mitch struggled versus Mavs five out lineup. That definitely was part of the reason why they started to make a push in that second quarter. And Sims um, didn't even, and Sims didn't even play the first Sims, half, right? Sims didn't touch the floor until garbage minutes. The thing is, like, I don't even think Hardestad was that bad in the first half, but like, man, like the five out is for Sims. Like he, I remember him saying that he wanted to sometime experiment with the idea of playing three centers and that would be the time to experiment. Also, why the hell is Derrick Rose the first up off the bench still? Yo, I, I'm telling like, you. What I, are I we doing? I don't understand these 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 Rose minutes. I really don't. Um, I don't get the insistence in playing Derrick Rose. I truly cannot understand it. Like, what is Derrick Rose giving you that Emmanuel quickly isn't right now? I know Emmanuel quickly put up buckets in garbage time, but there's still buckets. Like, all buckets are still created equal, regardless of circumstance. And I know it wasn't his best passing game. He had four turnovers and zero assists. But, like, he's still better than the corpse of Derrick Rose, man. And clearly, Tom Thibodeau doesn't see Derrick Rose much as an option because he only plays him, like, 15 minutes at most. And those 15 minutes are super detrimental. So are you telling me right now that Derrick Rose needs to get a 15 minutes of charity? Like, I don't think Derrick Rose cares, bro. I do not think Derrick Rose cares if he plays or not. And I get it. He's like your vet and he's your guy and he's a former MVP. But he doesn't give you anything that Miles McBride isn't giving you right now. And at least Miles can play defense. Like, I just... Knicks have a defensive rating of 119.8 at home this year. That must be the worst in the league, right? It is the the worst in the entire NBA. Yeah, we scared of the hoes. We had Bella Hadid to be that ball. bad at yeah, home is insane. Nah, we deadass cannot play in front of the fans, bro. Like on the road, we be looking like the '96 Bulls, and at home, we just look like the goddamn 2000 Bobcats. Like it's just, sorry, it's just like fucking 12 Bobcats. But like, man, I, like, I mean, at this point, same song and dance, new coach, uh. New coach and new coach. Like, 
Because clearly, like, he's not giving you anything that is at replacement value. And, like, there's no point in trying to, like, redeem him. Like, he already made his millions. He got his coach of the year. Like, he's a fringe hall candidate. So what are we doing here? You know? Like, that's all I can say at this point. Like, is Tom Thibodeau the problem? Maybe, maybe not. But is he the solution? He's a huge no. problem. Um, Knicks have given up hundred and more than 101 points in every single game this year. First time that's happened in franchise history. We are getting pantsed. They got us. They clap at us, and our pants are at our ankles at home. At home. If this was on the road, I would get that. Because you know, I get it. Like, sometimes home cooking, whatever, whatever. But this team plays well on the road, and they can't win at home. And this is going back to last year when they were having the same struggles at home. So it's like, if you can't win at home, what are you doing? Home court advantage is a big part of, like, being successful in the NBA and like right. part of the Knicks identity as a as a whole, or at least it was at one point. I mean, as of it late, is literally the ethos of the Knicks. The ethos of the Knicks is literally New York and the Garden. And it's also people coming into the Garden to embarrass us, which exactly. is a theme for not even these last couple of years, but like overall the past like I want to say two decades in a greater scale um but yeah again back to my notes as people want analysis um or at least that's what they come for for these shows at least i hope so um rough cam stretch in the second quarter terrible second quarter starting with the bench i thought the bench really didn't give us much in that first quarter um and there were moments where jalen brunson was with the bench i thought that's when jalen brunson really should have got it going and he didn't which was a little bit concerning um he was missing a lot of bunnies at the rim too, which was um, I'm not gonna say concerning, but it was annoying because like that, like that was part of like his whole forte is that he he's been like making buckets in the paint and in the mid range, and that just wasn't the case today for him. Um, and you know, you would have at least liked to see him come out um, a bit more aggressive against his I, former team. I wouldn't which... be surprised if he was a little scared. Probably he looked a little bit like he so. Shook. It's like, I don't know why, like, dude, you've been cooking these last couple games and like the Mavs just let Killian Hayes put them to bed the other day. Like you are more than capable of doing something. If you're telling me that Killian Hayes is somehow better than you against this team, like you should be taking offense to that. Killian Hayes put these guys away when they had Christian Wood too who was one of their better players offensively oh yeah shit Wood didn't even play dude Wood didn't even play today and we still got slumped um and then the rest of my notes are talking about the Knicks getting absolutely destroyed in the third quarter we got destroyed 41-15 which I mentioned already Luka had 19 THJ had 17 he had like I want to say like four or five threes alone in the third quarter. Yeah, he had five threes alone in the third quarter. Luca had three threes, and Luca was just like manipulating the hell out of the defense. The Knicks, I mean, the Knicks were doing great with Grimes on him, and then as soon as they got Grimes off of him and had Jalen Brunson, defense collapsed, and it was over. It was over. We had 15 points alone. We scored less than Tim Hardaway Jr. did. 
by himself Don't say in that the again, third bro. quarter. Don't say that again. That's the and then Tim Hardaway Jr. After a, after he hits a three, he comes down. He's screaming at his bench. He's like, "This is my city. This is my city." You so, let Tim Hardaway Jr. pop on his chest. Oh, y'all should be embarrassing yourselves. Oh, I had to put. I had to put on the Kevin Knox jersey today. I told you I had it. I had to put it on today because this is the only thing that represents how disappointed I feel. Because to let Tim Hardaway Jr. do this, Tim Hardaway Jr. It's saying it's in saying a it. Mavs uniform, not even in a Knicks uniform. In a Mavs uniform. If he said it in a Knicks uniform, I'd be even more offended. <laughs> yes. Oh but, my god. I mean, there's there is no ounce of shame in this team's body at all. No oh. sense of pride. Nothing. To let Tim Hardaway Jr. do that, like, I just don't know what to say. Like, where's your pride? Where is, like, your sense of, like, identity in, like, trying to at least, you know, salvage the game at that point? But nope, it just, the bleeding just kept going and going and going and going. Oh, boy. And we got Donovan Mitchell coming into the garden tomorrow. Oh, and he could be fueled by the damn spite. And now he goes say, this is my city, and I'm gonna be pissed too. He's my gonna be—he's gonna be fueled by the not getting traded here, and also um, a player on his team just left. A player on his favorite baseball team just left. Oh so, shit! I forgot he's a Mets fan too. He's a Mets fan, and Degrom just left. Then you know, oh. that, there's that extra juice to get him going tomorrow. He'll give us 48 for 48. <laughs> I will be taking Donovan Mitchell over 40 points tomorrow. Just take Donovan, <laughs> just take everything. Points we run assists over. Cavs money. Fucking Darius Garland might give us buckets. I'm so mad I didn't even like bother to look at the Mavs money line while the Knicks were up 15. You should have. I know. Well, no, tomorrow if we're up by like 20 in the second quarter, I'll definitely look at the money line and make adjustments. Um before we get into comments, of course, everyone's favorite part. Strap in, everyone. It's time to talk some DraftKings. The NBA season is heating up, and there are still so many, you know, unknowns about whether the Knicks will fire Tom Thibodeau or not. I don't even know if that's an option to bet on in DraftKings. Hopefully it is. Um, when I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if you do. Hopefully, you are not betting on the Knicks pregame money line. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% dra- um, boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. One of my favorite parts about DraftKings is their ability to put bench players and other starters lines up, unlike other sports books out there that don't put up players' lines. I'm talking about you, FanDuel. Stop holding out on Quentin Grimes' fucking overs. That is like cash money right there. Anyways, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, as you see in the corner of your screen if you're watching on YouTube. 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes or show description for details. All right. Now to get to comments. JL says, the Woj Noti coming soon will be special. It'll come after Sunday, if anything. Maybe. After after Donovan. Okay. If Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell lights you up, the guy you should have traded for, well, I should have, but like the guy you were supposed to trade for, if he comes in to your building and lights you up, at that point, I feel like if James Dolan there, somebody get fired. It might be the random, it might be the Nick City dancers. I don't know, but somebody gonna feel some kind of wrath. I will not hold out, you know, hope for that. If you are one of those fans that will hold out hope for him getting fired this soon, I'm still not buying it. I will I will not believe it till I see it. Like that is what that's where I am with I will leave the spaces fired. of prayer before the game so that way we can try to convince God to let us have this man. Free us, like free us from the shackles of him. Like, give give me the milk toast as Quinn Snyder. I'll take it at this point. Like, what else? What else we got to? What else? We got nothing else to look for, man. This is what it comes down to. We got to pray for it. Honestly, um, Chris Bernhard says the only thing that can turn around my weekend is a glorious Wojnowski that and the Jets winning tomorrow. Nobody give up um, the Jets. Yeah, you're speaking to two Giants fans here. So, you know, hopefully the Giants can turn their season um, around. Hopefully not lose any more games. Um, all right, Jordan Bob says, so next two games is the next is next two games where there's fighting for a job at this point. Cavs and Hawks will make it seven straight seven, seven straight losses at MSG. Probably. At least to the Cavs and the Hawks. I mean, like, it kind of has to. Like you're slipping soon. We already saw the report that came out that were like, they don't want to be like 37 wins. If they keep that's funny because that's exact. That was my exact prediction in the Strickland roundtable too. <laughs> yeah. So like, if they if this is what you're already hearing so far, I wouldn't be surprised. Man, and the Cavs and the Hawks, they're two teams that are actually like looking to like get right against somebody. Like they've been like. They've been kind of like the I know the Hawks at one point. I don't know if they're still on that losing streak, but Hawks were... beat Hawks beat the Nuggets with Jokic, like full healthy no um full healthy Nuggets without Trey and John Collins. So it's it might be over for us. Yeah, I mean, I am not. I mean, I go into every game <laughs> thinking for the worst for the Knicks. So like, uh, my strategy stays the same. I might need to start. I might need to start joining you with that. Honestly, you will have a much better time enjoying these games. Or not enjoying these games, but you like won't be as phased. Like when the Knicks just like started conceding threes to the Mavs, I was just like laughing with pancake in my mouth, and you know. Okay. <laughs> um. Wait, the disrespect needs to be as loud as the RJ apology. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, oh, oh! I might. I'm. No, no. I, we'll see what happens tomorrow. If something happens tomorrow, I got some fire. Yasser asks, if an NBA coach got murdered, his contract would be voided and Cap would free would be freed up, right? Um, I don't know. I don't think there's ever been a coach that ever like it doesn't, it doesn't matter died or gotten murdered or anything. Staff I style, think it doesn't just, count against the Cap. 
yeah, I think I think they just like move on and like have the interim do the you job. Again for catharsis, it wouldn't do anything. Yeah, it would just be you know for to get I guess the interim his job a little bit sooner. But yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't really you know. I don't I don't think their contracts really matter that much. Yeah, they don't. I mean he did he isn't he like one of the highest paid coaches in the league or something like that? Or like his I am, but like coaches' salaries do not matter. Literally does not matter. Yeah, I mean it's Dolan. He's gonna pay anybody. Yeah. Like he was happy like paying Fisdale for like those whatever marrying years that was left on his contract, even though Yeah, he was paying like Derek Fisher. Jeff Hornacek and like yeah, Fisher. he's been paying coaches that haven't been on payroll for years. His money long, so don't worry about Dolan. That's one thing he got over him. His money is long. I'll give him that. Um, Hug Life says logical endpoint of most of the roster being dissatisfied with their roles and Thibs being a poor communicator. Communicator. I, I mean, do you like honest to God question? Do you expect most of this roster to be here in two years? Probably not. Like, I think Brunson is here. I think Grimes is here. And after that, I have no idea. So apparently, Dibs had said that this is something that just happens in the NBA. You know, dude, that no lead is safe in the NBA. And this stuff just happens. He's got to watch the film. All right, man. That's him going, you niggas can't blame me for this. This is him going, it ain't me. It ain't what I do. It ain't me. This just happens. All right. Teams just conceding like 61 three-point attempts. Is this something that just happens? It's not like something that just like, you know, oopsie, just, just happened to give up 61 threes. And oopsie, they made 24 of them. Oopsie, we left everyone open from three. Oops. Sorry, my, just, yeah. just happened. My, my man, foot slipped. He is the Burberry shirt of fucking... NBA coaches, man. Like he you just know he a deadbeat and he don't care. This is him going, fuck it, it ain't me. I ain't shoot the ball. <laughs> I ain't got out. He's like, if I was out there, then we, we would have won by 30. Like, don't let me lay some up, boy. He is a joke. Uh, you know what's a bigger joke though? Chicago. And that's what matters. Chicago's a joke. Yeah, uh, it's like are you really going to get into garbage off with the, the Bulls? Like, is it's a middle. But well, the problem is the middle will end, us, end up with us getting exactly. <laughs> Can you stop putting that into the, the, the earth? Oh, shit go happen, bro. When you hit that fucking at guard from 6-5, at guard at 6-5 from UCLA, number 8, what you going to say? Can you stop? <laughs> Can you stop? You're like putting like bad vibes into the or or or, or even better, even better. At six eleven from Kentucky, number three, Anthony Davis. Can you? I mean, <laughs> now nah, let me stop. It, he's, it been, be, he's been a parlay respecter this year. I will say that. I will give him that. He's been playing and he's been a parlay respecter. I will give him that. And all I'm saying but is, but I am not taking him on my team. Hell no. You, you want to see the revival of the whatever year Pelicans that was? Is that what you want to see? It's going to be filthy. But like that Brunson 82 man game would go stupid. Can you stop? It will go, it will go down. Hey, Can you stop? Stop putting things out there. Nikola Vujovic might be kind of fun. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. Stop. 
Stop it. Oh. Blank says, there's an old saying that says, fool me once, shame on you. What happened to the fool me twice? Or did you not include that? Well, anyways, he says, um, fool me, fool, you can't get fooled again. Is that that George Bush clip is he is he quoting? Might be. Um but yeah, I mean the Knicks like it's like they can't fool me. Like I come into these games expecting them to shit themselves. So they can't fool me. I know that for sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, I just they fooled me. I really thought there was something like I thought there was a 500 team here. Still early in the season. I'm not gonna say they're dead in the water yet, but like something gotta change. And it's gonna have to be the coach first before anything. So that's my analysis. Get get the penguin out of here. Bring in new Captain America. Get the penguin out of here. Most of these comments that are, you know, pulling up are about, you know, Coach Dibbs' scheme, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what else you want us to say at this point. We've been complaining about his scheme since game one. <laughs> I've been complaining about his scheme, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know what you want me to say. At least the offense is fire, though. Soul for a soul. Offense is fire, but we can't score the third quarter. That's how I don't know statistics be lying. Maybe the all you do is a top 12 offense. Uh, RJ now has a higher true shooting than that loser, Keldon Johnson. We would say this Keldon Johnson been stank this year. Woof. Well, I had a first, I had a front row seat to Keldon Johnson stinking, and I don't know what happened because he was fired and then he got injured and came back and he's been putting up tour dates. My man has been Thank on the road. God. I, I was really buying the all star hype too, man. Shit. Or at least the most improved. I would buy most improved. I don't know That's what That's probably going to go to his teammate. Yeah, Devin Vassell been hooping. Another guy we should have drafted. It's okay, though. Y'all bad at you could Y'all could be mad at Halliburton all you want to. Devin Vassell was the pick. Honestly, I don't even want to talk about that, 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 that draft anymore because stupid reports keep coming out that keep changing stories like now they're saying like the Mavs offered Brunson 18 and 31 to move up to the next spot Nick said no of allegedly um, Bullshit. via Bull- Brian Windhorse Bullshit. you know the story's gonna change Absol- like every dude, every dude. year absolutely because they said the Bullshit. Mavs wanted to get Halliburton to match with um Luca I don't buy that for a second and you're telling me right now the front office with ties to Jalen Brunson since day one, who literally plotted to get Jalen Brunson for two years, and somehow not going to get Jalen Brunson on a silver platter to move down. Bullshit. Like, no. No. That deal is fake. And Windhorst got a little bit of a clout from the Utah run, and now he's putting that bullshit again. Don't buy that. Not at all. Especially because this franchise know they need a point, um, a point guard. I don't know. They said Brian Winters was trying to say that I guess the Knicks loved Obi so much that they were they were they were willing to turn that deal down. But I mean, if they if they if they loved him so much, why are they like misutilizing him so badly right now? Like, you don't mismanage a player that you wanted so much that you trade you you turn down a trade for Brunson and two picks. In that same year, 
like, whatever, Brian Windhorse. Brian Windhorse back to cap it again. Um, all right. <sighs> uh, I mean, hey, we did say if you know if Dibs messes up the mojo that we have against the Mavs, where we beat them every year, then he's gotta go. He's gotta go. Uh, Can't ruin tradition. We see Chris Bernhard. I think definitely Brunson, Grimes, and Mitch are gonna be here in two years. Maybe RJ and IQ too. I'm not sure about Mitch. Yeah, I'm not sure about Mitch either. I'm not sure about. I think they like him, but I, I think they. I think Sims being the way that how good he is right now, kind of like especially on the contract that he is. I think. I don't think because like I don't think I they, think they'd be will they'd be more willing to give him up in a deal since they have Sims here. I my thing is like I don't think Sims is the barometer. I don't think so either, um, but I just think him being that good where they got him and the deal that he's on definitely plays a part in like how they evaluate moving forward. I mean I wouldn't be surprised if Mitch is like, hey, this is another salary we can throw with the trade, and it and it descends and he's on a good contract, and a lot of teams would be interested in him. So like I think if there was a big move, Mitch would probably be one of the first assets to go just because of money. But yeah, I don't think like could he he's probably the one I'm most 50-50 about. Um maybe RJ and IQ, maybe RJ, but like they wanted to trade him this offseason and he IQ's stinks. been in rumors this year. And I think they would absolutely move IQ for a first round pick. Sadly. That's their barometer. They basically said they came out and said, if you want IQ, give us a first round pick. Sadly. So even though IQ is like probably one of the best players on this team. Look, man, IQ is one of the best players on this team, but he still struggles with offense. And I'm like, here's my thing with IQ. We all know he's good, but like he needs to stop being an analytical darling and he straight up just needs to put the ball in the basket worse. Well, I mean, he has been lately. Yeah, he's been doing like, That's it not been an issue. But the problem is he goes in like, then he'll go on like a good three week cold stretch and you're just like, well, what the hell are we doing here? But like but, I feel like those those stretches usually are what happens right now. Like I think I think the fact that he's already started to like pick things up this soon in the season is pretty good. Yeah, I was saying usually, like his, usually he hits this stretch like that he's on right now, like towards like the end of January yeah. or something. Like the fact that he's hitting it his stride right now towards the end of November and heading into December is pretty good. So I, I'm not I too agree. concerned. I, I agree. I and like everything agree. else has uptick too, like the rebounding, the playmaking, the defense. So. It all I think it's out. I think it's just a matter of like, hey man, like I believe in you. I think you're arguably the best talent on this team. But at some point, you got to be able to like put the numbers up, and you can't just be like, well, his net rating and his audit off numbers and his, um, you know, Raptor WAR and his LeBron ORG rating. Like sometimes you just got to be able to like look at a box score and be like, oh, this guy's good. Play him. Um. And yeah, like I don't think he's so valuable to this team. Like I think he's valuable to this team, but if this team is more about and they're like ten and thirteen right now, why do I really care about keeping IQ? Especially when I have a bunch of picks, and that's kind of been my reasoning the entire time. Like if they can trade IQ, I think they would trade IQ. I think it's just a matter of like, can some team meet us at the value that we want? Why well, we? They, well, I definitely we we in terms of the front office, like, but yeah, I I straight up think he probably would get traded because I don't think they're like, yeah, we wouldn't really commit money to him. I I don't. What I felt is like they don't really want to commit money to him like that. 
I think, again, I think young players are nice when you don't have to pay them anything, but now when you have to pay dudes, like, do you want a dude who basically takes, like, two months to get into form? No. Like, or would you rather just, like, pull all those assets together for, like, a legitimately bona fide top 30-ish guy? Probably would do that. So, I think if IQ can net them a first right now, I think they'd probably take that deal. I just don't think it's happening right now because, like, you're still waiting until at least December 15th for things to start opening up. But the trade the trade down would be interesting. Um, there's one guy that we both differ on whether or not he should be traded. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh. I was think. I, I, who do you think? Uh, oh, legit. Yeah. I'm li- my Randall. brain is. Oh. Stop. <laughs> my so brain seen- is a mess after these games, man. I can't think straight. I got you, but like, I think it's a me- I think it's a question of. Um. Okay, Julius has been able to bounce half a bounce back season. I think he's sitting at fifty-eight true shooting. He might be at fifty. He might be at towards fifty-nine now after this game because he had a really he had a really solid game. But you're looking at a situation where like Julius is arguably the best asset heading into the trade deadline, which is wild to think about, mind you. Will they capitalize on it? Will they actually make the trade? Is my question. Because I think right now, if you called up Phoenix. And we're like, Jay Crowder, Dario Saric, Cam Johnson, first round pick in 2024, 2025, whatever. You can debate on what the first round pick is. But those parameters, and they're like, okay, you give us, we give you Julius and we give you Deuce McBride. The money matches up literally perfectly. Money matches up perfectly. The value is there. The need for the Suns is there because straight up, they could turn dead salary into a legitimate 2010, like a 20-point scorer who's 62 shooting do the knicks do that is my question because i don't I know if they can i can't get a good enough read on this team to be honest and that's kind of where i'm at i'm like because i again i like julius randall i've been defending him all season the victory laps are going strong i would probably still take that deal because the knicks take it that's my question i'm like that's everyone's question because no one knows how to gauge where this team like defines value um, and like where they like place themselves in terms of con- contention, what like direction they want to go in. So like, as long as no one knows that no one's going to ever be able to gauge like what this team wants to do in terms of yeah. trading players. And that's the most frustrating thing. Cause I think teams that have a clear direction, their fans, like they know what, their team wants to do so they're able to like basically make predictions accurately or at least diagnose or like predict moves that they want done for their team i just man like uh they won't trade julius unless they're completely out of it by the deadline or dolan steps and says he wants them out unless either is met he'll be here still that's kind of what i'm thinking and i'm like I can understand it from their perspective, too, because they're like, okay, well, this guy is, like, one of our only pillars of offense, and we have a bunch of picks already. We can make a trade if we need to. We just need to be able to have more information about Brunson and Randall and to a lesser extent RJ. Like, I can see them trading Randall, and I can see them also going, all right, we'll trade RJ. We'll just have Brunson, Randall, third guy. Like, both of these things work. Both of these things make varying degrees of sense, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they kind of treat it. So... I don't know. I'm just kind of at a impasse. 
I'm at an impact. I'm like, I understand trading him, but at the same time, do you really want to trade him? Because he's going to go on another team and make you look stupid. That's the problem. He's going to not really. Stupid. If you know your direction, then you're pretty content at where. I know, but at the same time, it's like, then you got to play Obi Top in a bunch of minutes, and then like. And you live with the results at that point because that's the direction that you chose. Because then if Obi Top looks like a bum, then it's like, well, you just wasted your lottery pick. Mm, not really. Yeah. You at least you at least get to see what you've got. Like this could have been something that we done years ago or like a year or two ago, and instead you're doing it like so soon, basically before you have to evaluate him for a contract. Like if you do these things sooner, it doesn't feel like a waste. It's the fact that you're doing it so late and the guy's like first in his rookie contract. That's what's going to make it feel like a waste to a lot of fans. My phone case broke. Damn it. It's really rough out here for everything. Yep. Um, JL says, THJ said going to the garden. THJ said going to the garden lifts everyone's spirits. So it's and it's good to play there if you're in a shooting slump. Don't fuck That's so nasty. Cannot believe we just got that said about us, bro. We really a get right game, yo. We really a get right game. THJ saying that about you should have everybody in this front office feeling ashamed. THJ should not be saying about you. THJ should not be saying that about you. He said we really a get right game. He said lift your spirits. You out here lifting niggas' spirits. (laughs) We are here. We, we yo, are the Negro this... spiritual of the NBA, bro. Yo. We are the amazing grace of the NBA. You know how nasty that is? Sun said it, it lifts their spirits. That is so gross. Yo, this team should hear that. Yo, but this team has no pride. They have no sense of pride at all. THJ is literally saying, you make me feel good. And you talking about... This Culture. team has no pride, yo. No pride at all. So I, I, I can't. I can't even say they should use this game and like fire it up for tomorrow. But like, no, that's not what they're gonna do tomorrow. They're probably gonna lay down and like let Donovan Mitchell come in here and say that you know, coming here today, you know, after hearing the Degrom news, it really lifted my spirits. I was able man. to put up a fifty point game. All this nonsense, like, man, they they done clapped us and then they let in the Cleveland Cavaliers have their sloppy seconds tomorrow. And we just go sit there and be like, thank you, sir. Like, huh. He said we lift their spirits. Lift their spirits. Especially after the loss that they just came off of versus the Pistons, where Killian Hayes put them to bed. And we was able to just lie down and just give them what they wanted. I don't know what else to say, man. I really don't. I predicted 37 wins, you know. We might be at 30. I might have been gracious there. I was trying not to go too low as compared to the year before because I'm like, Jalen Brunson, he should, you know, keep you afloat to a certain degree. But, you know, teams are just going to come in here and, you know, say we lift their spirits and shoot like prime D'Antoni Rockets. Then He said this is a shooting gym. I don't know, man. I don't even want to see the reaction on Twitter because you let Tim Hardaway Jr. call this a shooting gym. Oh, at least at least can we lose some pride tomorrow? At least give me a Milwaukee game where we lose gracefully. 
Oh my god. I, I need us to at least have some kind of pride. Oh my god. Yeah. Nick's president Leon Rose before the season started on on September 23rd. You're going to love this team. They're going to do everything in their power to make you proud. Lies. He lied. RJ said people are shocked the world. RJ Barrett been having some all-time misfires from the from the from the podium this year, man. Like we're supposed to be lifting the spirits of the legends, you know? Not Tim like, Hardaway Jr. Yeah, like MJ and Kobe, like JL says, you know, MJ and Kobe supposed to come in here and give us buckets. You could be like, yeah, yeah. Man. He said, "This is a shooting gym, man." Me being on the other side of the court for multiple years, knowing when visitors come in here, if you're ever in a shooting slump, just something about playing at the Garden that lifts everybody's spirits. That was the full quote. And y'all, and y'all let that happen. Y'all got Tim Hardaway Jr. posted up in the fourth quarter playing bottle flip like he LeBron. With a towel over his head. And we talking about we 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 are franchise with pride. I just This is so embarrassing. I can't do it no more. I'm over here watching the Santa Claus too to like lift my spirits. That's gonna be my new favorite phrase, lift lift spirits. <laughs> Shout out to Mario Jr. That's gonna be we are the lift we are the lift their spirit Knicks. That is our, that is the, that is the slogan this year. We did get right Knickerbockers. Get right Knicks. <sighs> we need one of them ankle biters like Pat Bev or Dylan Brooks. Don't do that. Chris Chris Bernhardt said I said it earlier, but we really might be saying Amen soon. Ah ah ah. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, JL says Garden needs to lift. The spirits of players like MJ and Kobe now sifting the spirits of guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. Man, you got Maxi Cleaver running up in there, kissing the floor. You got Reggie Bullock out here pointing up to the Reggie sky. Reggie Bullock only oh, hitting threes in general. Like, that was just disgusting to see. Like, the fact that he hit two threes, I think, tonight it was. Or it yeah. might have been three. 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 Three threes. And he hasn't been hit. He hasn't hit three threes all year, probably. Like, I guarantee he hasn't hit three threes all year. You got Spencer Dinwiddie talking about, I feel good. You got JaVale McGee getting his game off. You had he had this nasty like shimmy shake on Hartenstein. They had they had us cheering for Frank Nakina. Frank Nakina was the best eleven to wear New York <laughs> around his chest in that building today. Especially when the Mavs are in town. Oh. My- Hug Life says, and I think we will end it here so we can end everyone's misery in discussing this game any longer. Over under 32 and a half points for Donovan Mitchell. I take the over. We're taking the over. He might drop 50. He about to hammer give. it. Boy, no whammies, no whammies, no. That's me hammering the over. I would take every single parlay with Donovan Mitchell over. I don't have like four different parlays. I don't even bet. But I will run parlays with Donovan Mitchell. Dean Wade will be out here lifting our spirits tomorrow. Isaac Akura will give us 20. I, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, the way things have been going for the Knicks, I don't even think that's that far. Exactly. I don't even think that's that far. Exactly. Anyone could get their game off here, man. Anyone. Exactly. This team has no pride, no sense of shame. 
nothing. All, all not I'm a, saying, not a, not a, not an ounce of decorum. All I'm saying is he had 11 against Philadelphia. He had 13 against Milwaukee. Why can't he get his game off here? Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna cook us. He's getting his game off. He's gonna hit like three threes too. It's gonna be nasty. Oh my, bro. I'm gonna think, I'm gonna look at their roster and see who's getting that game off. This is our this is our new segment. It's who getting that game off. <laughs> Lamar Stevens. Maybe I mean why not? <laughs> Karis Levert. Absolutely. Karis Levert is oh oh. If Karis Levert got any because that's someone that fans hate. Knicks mm-hmm. fans. It's always players that Knicks fans hate that always get their shit off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna just name off names and you tell me if they can get that game off or not. Just I'll, no fuck it. Kevin Love. Get he did it off. last time. What do you get, like eight threes versus us last time? Like, all right, okay, we'll we'll go put him in the yes. Dean Wade, he killed us last time too. Okay, I'm a, I've ignored the obvious people. Um, Evan Mobley, absolutely. Donovan McDaw, Garland, Garland getting his game off. Could yeah for sure. I think it's possible. Mamadi Diakate. That I was think a dude I, from Virginia, right? Uh-huh. Whatever his name is, bro. You getting this game off or not? I haven't seen. I have no idea what he can do on the basketball court. I only remember him for Virginia, and that's it. He put up six points against Philadelphia. I think like eight against us, maybe. I okay, don't know. You, okay, getting this game off is double digits. You think he hit double digits? Ten? Yeah. Maybe. Not okay. crazy. Can he hit off. a three? Uh, Let me check his stats real quick. <laughs> He averaged, he got, let's see, let's see, if, if they load, that'd be nice. Matter of fact, got me looking at mock Mohammed Diakate because being another damn he was on the, 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 map, oh, not the maps, well, he was on the ma- Bucks when they won their chip. I know that. Yep, he was. Okay. He's shooting 36% from three. Oh, yeah, yeah, he could hit threes. Yeah, he could definitely get his game off. Anyone that can hit threes against us could definitely get the game off. Basically, if, if anyone on the Cavs roster can hit a three-pointer, they're going to get their game off because that is literally all you need to do to beat the Knicks. All right, Ben, That's Robin it. Lopez. He can Robin threes. Lo- Robin, Lo- no, Robin Lopez getting his game off? He, he can hit threes. I don't think he's hit a three this season. He can hit them. That's the that's the whole point of the thing. He hasn't hit one all year. Definitely be tonight that he can hit. They'll def- so Raul would definitely be the night that he get like three of them shits. Okay, Raul. Okay, follow a person. Follow a person. Raul Neto. If he get in the game, you think he get in his game off? Yes, for sure. Even he's had, IQ. he's had he's had he's had too many. He's had he's getting his, he's gonna get his revenge against IQ. IQ has embarrassed this man too many times. He is finally going to get one back. Oh my god. He's finally gonna get one back. Um, JL says, Do we even get to Cam Reddish today? That shit running down his legs. I mean, see, I didn't even think it was that worthy to get into that much, honestly, because I felt like he had a pretty good stretch of games before that to really highlight this one bad game. I thought it would be like probably a little bit disingenuous. Um, you know. So I mean, yeah, he he didn't look good today. I mean, he he seemed like he was pressing, um, especially after he missed the dunk and then he caught a pass from Obi and he stepped out of bounds and he had basically an easy lay after that if he would have stayed in bounds. And I think after that, he just started pressing, had some really bad shots in that third quarter, or I think it was the fourth, whatever quarter it was. Oh my he, God. He had one shot that hit the side of the backboard um, after missing like a mid-range jumper, which he probably shouldn't have taken anyways, but yeah. All right, son. So here's here's some um, here's some new info. So the Mass hit 24 threes today at Madison Square Garden. 
marking the third most by a visiting team in MSG history. 27 by Boston. Um, this year. And then 26 by Milwaukee last year. Yeah, we be giving up the draws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, this is what this team is. Pants at the ankles for the three ball. And with that, I ain't got shit else to say. Me neither. Um, Chris Bernhard, last comment of the day. We're going to be a great get, get right game for Trey, y'all. Yeah, he's been really bad this year. Well, he hasn't really been really bad, but he hasn't been the Trey Young of old. We'll say that. So definitely going to be one of those games, especially where the Knicks' wonderful three-point defense will be gifting him as many opportunities as he can to get right. Um, check out everything stricken related in the comments. We got links to everything, Twitter, merch, Patreon, and site. All great ways to support us. Um, check us out on Instagram at the strict.land on Instagram. We are there just in case at any moment, you know, Elon Musk decides to accidentally hit the self-destruct button on Twitter. We will be over there for you to get all your Strickland Knicks content fix. Check us out there. Make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. We are on our way to 1K subs. So all you do definitely helps us out a ton. If you know a Knicks fan that hasn't been tapped into this post game, definitely shoot them over a link. We will catch you guys tomorrow night after the Cavs game, sadly. Please tune in. We'll be there to answer all your questions, all your comments, all your concerns, all your hopes, thoughts, all the above. So check us out tomorrow after the Knicks game versus the Cavs. Peace out. Enjoy your weekend. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.